Hey everyone, this is Adam from Run Through the End This Great Podcast. If you're thinking about starting your own podcast, I recommend using the Anchor app. It is easy to use, plus you can use it on your phone, computer, or even your tablet. You can find the Anchor app in either Apple or Android stores. So remember, when you're going to start your own podcast, use Anchor. What's going on, everybody? This is Ads from the Run Through the End of Great podcast. Uh, we haven't been on air for quite some time, Brian and I. Uh, Vince did an episode last week, I believe it was, with um, his buddy Tim from uh, from the Army. So Vince is going to give a quick little uh, recap of what, uh, what's been going on, and we're just going to catch up. Oh, well, my last episode, I just had a, a very good friend of mine who was in, I was in the Army with. He, um, we wanted to go over his keys to success in his career and, um, what his aspects for the future was. And my whole, my whole point of the show was just, we have the guests on the show. It's not like they're very famous people or, or well-known. They're just people who, uh, are regular people like, like me, Ads and Brian. I'm not regular. You, you know, and, uh. That was kind of that was just kind of why I did did the interview, and I, I think that he was a good su- it was a good subject to be on. Yeah, it was it was a it was a decent episode. Um, obviously, the last episode that you heard uh, Brian and I and Vince all together was our Halloween episode, which clearly was almost a little over a month ago because we are now close to Christmas. More than that. Yeah, so uh, we're just gonna do what we do. Uh, really, today's topic is just going to be a lot of random things, what's been going on since uh, we were all last together, and leading into uh, Christmas conversations. So until then, we will get back with y'all, and uh, see you real soon. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Take it off, ads. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? That so, was a great introduction. What are you uh, talking about? Brian, you know, Brian, uh, we love him, but he's afraid of a microphone, which is okay. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to be getting back in this week's uh, episode. We figured we talk about what uh, we've been doing these past, what is it, about six weeks since the last episode. And then um, today... As well was our annual uh, guy shopping night that we go out to we go out to the mall and um, buy our wives some uh, some Christmas gifts. But this year is a lot different than normal due to the pandemic. Normally we'll go out either shoot guns, throw axes, get beer, and then shop. But this year we, we just we always get something to eat too. And today the the mall just was shut down. Couldn't stand and eat. Yeah, we had we had we to, to go, go outside. outside. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Thank you, Governor Douchebag. But other than that, so um, yeah, man. Since the you know since the uh, last podcast, it just seems like it's been working a lot. Uh, my wife and I and our son, we 
moved into a new house as we we're sitting in in uh in the basement of the new Although house. Well, we did do the podcast here before. Yes, we did. But see that apparently that was our best podcast. So hopefully, let's have the good juju and let it be. You know, let this one be just as good as before. Um. So yeah, yeah we, but we were, your in laws are still in the house when we did the podcast here before. And they still own the house until you know. Shut up, well, Shut up, Technically, they still own it, but you guys, uh, what, when, when do you go like officially transfer it over? Uh, I think we're waiting until next year, the beginning of next year, just to let everything iron out so that everything is good to go for next year. I think I'm not. I could be wrong. We, we might even do it towards the end of this year. We don't. I don't know. That's between my wife and my in-laws. But um, you know, we we were getting all ready for that just because. Have to get the paperwork, so. Oh, that paperwork's brutal. It I, is. I don't. I don't know how. Are you? Are you guys like buying a house, or is it? Are they gifting it to you? It, it, there's more to that. There's more. It, it was the. It was the. Oh, that, that, preparation little, of selling. Yeah, it was that, the preparation of selling everything that got it even worse. So. That's a little more uh, personal question. I probably shouldn't ask. No, just no, curious. it's all, no, it's all good. It's so. Here's long story short of how everything went, is uh, we put our house on the market. We had guys come over, maybe a day or two after our show, they took pictures and we, um, they posted and our house got listed on, um, on a mischief night, October 30th. Well, on Halloween, we already had like two showings. Like our house got posted on the market at 11 o'clock in the morning by one o'clock that afternoon. We already had two showings. Like people requested already just to come and look at the house. This has been a seller's market recently. Oh, absolutely has been. So, um, so it went on in the market. Uh, went on the market on a Friday, and we actually got an offer that Monday on the second. And it was one of those, you know, movie quote. It was an offer that we couldn't refuse. So we got lucky enough to sell the uh, to sell the house. And ever since then, we were just getting all the paperwork, getting everything out of the house, fixing little things here and there for the house, you know, patching up, painting, and stuff of that. And it's just been, it seems like it's been nonstop. So that's where, that's where I've personally been doing these uh, past six weeks, just being a normal homeowner and working, especially during this pandemic. So it's, it's been a, been a kind of crazy time. Yeah, the, the pandemic's been a little rough for me the last couple of weeks. Um, the the construction jobs are they're hit or miss. Uh, a lot of them are shutting down. A, a lot of them are running, and then they would shut down because, say, somebody tested positive and stuff like that. So uh, I'm working up in Allentown, and it's the biggest job in PA right now is uh they actually don't want want us talking about it on social media and so i'm not going to mention the name of the job on on the uh podcast right now but it's the the biggest job in pa and is it off of uh northeast extension yeah two very large buildings right next to each other yeah it looks like a jail possibly it's not a jail it looks like it though right that's it, what i was thinking. it looks a bit like what a jail. is it can you say that? Uh, I can. I, it's construction they, work. Yeah, it's it's construction work. Right now, they're very picky on um, taking pictures, having any logos or anything like that. So, it's just it's Amazon, biggest, isn't it? 
No, it's not Amazon. <laughs> See, Brian. Brian's going to be that guy who will sit there and just kind of keep. Well, we get off air. I need to know because I've been betting with my wife. I'll, I'll tell you when they're off air. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it's sixty-six miles away from the house, so eight-hour day for me turns into a twelve-hour day with the commute. Sixty-six miles. Sixty-six miles. One way or both. One way. Each. Yeah, I used to drive. It's up in Lehigh Valley. Oh wow! I used to. Uh, I used or, to, have or to drive. Lehigh Lehigh County, not Lehigh Valley. Lehigh County, yeah. Yeah, Lehigh County. I used to drive. I used to have to drive like thirty miles one way. I used to do sixty miles total round trip, and man, I would go. It's a to, it's a rough day, yeah. Yeah. The, so how I, much? My, what's your gas bill like? <laughs> oh my gas! It's insane. The well, amount of money. I, I do that, but my I have a company truck and company gas card, so yeah. I don't care. But well, I drive like when when I, when I went down to Delaware, I was I was working at uh, the Kenmore job down in Delaware. It's a it's a Dupont company down there, and we were. It was 66 miles one way. Wow. So it, it's funny. Now I'm going, I was going south 66 miles. Now I'm going north 66 miles. But, um. North 66 miles is probably easier though. I hate going near Delaware. Well, no, Delaware was an easier shot because it was straight down 95. 95 sucks. Well, I guess not now because of COVID. Well, but usually 95 is terrible. No, well, right no, now, no Bridge, Bridge not, Street right now. The not at the well, 95 sucks around Gerard Avenue. Yeah, and when yeah. you're coming over the uh, the Platte Bridge. Yeah, but but um, yeah, it was it was real easy to get down there in the morning. It would actually take me less than an hour to get down there in the morning. Uh, even though it was an hour and twenty minute drive, uh, you know, pump on the pump on the gas a little bit. You're you're down there in less than an hour, but coming home. It would be anywhere from hour and a half to two hours, yep, but but it was it, it was crazy. I I managed to um work work with the um the hiring executive of my of my job that that I worked at the company that I worked at, and he gave me gas money to go down there, and everything like that. So um it it really worked out for me, going sixty six miles south of Delaware, but now. I'm going up to Lehigh County, and the I'm in the Carpenters Union. They rate up in Lehigh County is less, so I'm I'm going that mileage and taking a pay cut. Though so I'd rather work in either in Philly, or around the county, or in Jersey because those those pay scales are almost fifteen hour fifteen dollars an hour more. Wow. So what's been going on with you, Brian, for the past? Uh... Six weeks, roughly. Well, I know what's been going on. Really but... nothing. I mean, uh, my daughter had surgery. Um, but other than that, I mean, really just around the house, you know, I started, uh, I turned on my Xbox to play games for the first time in like over a year. And uh, half my games uh, don't work because there's, the updates are so out of date. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just yeah, hanging out, you know, doing my thing. Yeah, so like I said earlier, we um, today was our yearly uh, guys shopping night. Um, I started doing it off with a couple of uh, buddies a few years ago, but then um, kind of started to fall from the wayside. Just family stuff, you know, with everybody. So uh, about three years ago, I asked Vince and Brian if they wanted to just to go out and you know keep up with this uh, tradition. And ever since then, man, we, you know, we do the same exact thing like I did before, but, you know, we have a great time. But this year was just a little bit different because of all the COVID stuff. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of missed, you know, being able to go to the, uh, to the gun range or able just to go to the, uh, go to the axe throwing place. Like my wife come home, she goes, I didn't expect you guys to be home so soon. And it's because of this whole pandemic, you know, we're so used to just going out, doing what we want to do and coming home a little bit later. But obviously that, uh, that didn't happen tonight. Yeah, Pennsylvania is pretty overboard with the pandemic and the restrictions. I know we're not the only state hitting with getting hit with these restrictions and stuff like that, but it's it's definitely just overboard. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna put small businesses out of business. They let Walmart stay open. They let all these large corporations stay open and yeah. close the mom yeah. and pop shops, and that's not fair. If we if we have if we had a a better plan to to help out small businesses, I would say, you know, we could probably s- stick with uh, with what we're doing. But there's just no plan in place. There's no stimulus checks. There's there's nothing. Well, they were they were they were they people, were saying yeah. stimulus checks for like I, I mean obviously the stimulus check is completely different for businesses compared to people. But they were actually I read. That they were going to go, yeah, we're going to give you a stimulus check. We're going to give you the $1,200 per person stimulus check. But there's a, there's a catch to it. You have to get the COVID vaccination in order to get it. And then I just read up the other day, they said... You can keep your $1,200 at that point. Yeah. And then I just read I mean, another... I'd get the vaccination. I don't... Nah, it's rushed. I don't trust it. You know how long it took for the flu vaccine to come out? Well, well, they they were working like on the years. technology for this particular va- vaccination. If Pfizer wasn't part of the operation uh, warp no. speed, and it, but they were working on the technology of this to get to get the RNA doing doing the uh, order order. And uh, that's the that's the problem I have with it. RNA will actually an RNA vaccine will actually change your DNA code. That's how it works. It changes your DNA. I don't like that. I didn't know that RNA would change your DNA. Uh, yeah, that, that's how it fights I know, the disease. I know it's in your cells. And I, uh, uh, a guy I, I bowl on Wednesday nights and a guy I bowl with, he's an actual scientist, and that's what he does. He makes um, vaccines. And uh, he's not. He makes it, and he's like, I, I don't know. He's like, this is the first time they made this technology. It does change your DNA. And he's like, you don't know what the side effects are going to be. You don't know what the side effects going to be 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Yeah. He's like, we need to do long term. We need to yeah. do long term studies. So I'll let everyone else get it. You can take your twelve hundred bucks, and I'll take the chances on dying well, from COVID. I I haven't necessarily heard that uh, twelve hundred dollars is going to be contingent on getting the. They talked. The they talked. They, they yeah, talked. They, about they talked it. about yeah. it. But yeah. I think the last thing, the one thing that I did see as well was, um, they were looking from going from twelve hundred to like six hundred per person. So it went from being twenty four hundred for you know for a husband and wife to only twelve hundred dollars. Now, for for was, families, man, is that coming from Congress or is that a state thing? I I, I don't remember exactly it's, what it was. It's federal. Yeah, that's a federal thing. Yeah. So, but the, that's the, been going so so much back and back and forth, and they're fighting over bullshit. They want to extra bullshit. They want to put in the fucking bills. Well, yeah, uh, Nancy. Well, I, no, we don't go political, but. Uh, it's a fact. Uh, Nancy Pelosi keeps stopping it because she wants extra money for certain things in California. And that's why it keeps getting shot down because it's things that have nothing to do with COVID. But she feels like this is the only chance she can get that money. And I think it's BS. She's she's playing games with people's lives um, to get what she wants. 
Yeah, and, it's, and it's, it's on both both sides. I mean, look how many times Mitch McConnell stopped it. But oh well, he, he's a he's a. They're both. They both should they, just. They they both need to be out. Go on a boat, yeah. and it just magically blows up in the yeah. ocean, and then have a better day. This, this, this ain't yeah. This ain't about party. It's it it's about the fact that they're both fucking playing fuck fuck games and. Yep. Yeah, and, 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 you know, we're not trying to get political, and, and for our listeners, no matter which side you're on, left, right, blue, red, whatever it is, we all know people out there who may own a small mom-and-pop shop, and we also know people who work in big corporate, you know, big corporate jobs, and we know that the big corporation people, you're still going to be afloat, you're still going to have a job, I mean... Brian and I were considered essential personnel, so we know that we're going to be fine. But there's people. We're busier. My company's busier now than we were pre-pandemic. Yeah, and you know, and and Vince, you know, he he has work, but we know that he's going to be on and off, on and off, on and off. Even though you know, just because of the way that it is. But that's have, just the nature of my job. That's anyway. that's most well, That's a lot of union yeah, jobs. Yeah, yeah but it's, but it's with, just worse now. But because of being worse, you could look at these small mom and pop shops, to where they were struggling so much before the pandemic because a lot of people don't want to go to these mom and pop shops. They rather go to, excuse me, these big corporate you know these big corporate jo- um, stores. Well, the, and buy everything and not from these smaller places. By nature, the small places are probably a little more expensive. So it, where you, whereas the mom and pop shops, you have more mass-produced things. They can sell it at a... At a they're, rather, they're selling I, higher volume. They're making more profit. I'd rather spend the extra money and, and keep a mom and pop afloat yeah. than keep Walmart afloat. Walmart's also subsidized by the government. Yeah. That's how their prices are so cheap. The government gives them so much money a year to keep their... Their food prices are down to help low-income families. That's great and all, but that's our tax money. So that's yeah. why they're allowed to stay open. Um, I always I always make a joke. I say it's either you're doing that or corporate socialism. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, but you know, it's, that's it's, just that's just me being a jerk because I like to bust people's balls. I mean, I mean, I know I know uh, a few people. Uh, who own restaurants, and this is absolutely killing them as well. And I mean, yeah. I got out of the restaurant business eight years ago, and I cannot imagine what I would have to go through, especially mm-hmm. being a husband. You know, a husband having a house, having a having a kid, not knowing when I'm going to work again or if if my restaurant's going to stay afloat because that's all I knew at the time. And now, mm-hmm. of course, I work for a different company, and I'm grateful for what I have, but. I still feel for those people. Yeah. I feel I feel for the for I I was still considering my brothers and sisters and working in the in the, in the kitchen, you yeah. know, and in hospitality. Was, like it's I was really a, rough. I was a cook for like ten years in in little pizza shops. Yeah, and that was my side gig. I could imagine somebody who who needs a side gig to stay stay afloat, and now yeah. this is gone for them. And now they're struggling even worse to try and take care of their family. That's just not right. But yeah, what both? But what also gets me too. Is they are they're they're here in, in Pennsylvania. They don't want any indoor dining, but yet they're making these little outdoor dining places. Hey, that's all fine and great. Yeah, but they shut that down now too. No, they still you can still do the outdoor dining. They're doing the big tent things, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, they're yeah, tents. Yeah. But see, now I seen but some. But that's rest- still indoor dining. You're in a fucking tent. You're in a tent, yeah. and they're putting heat in there. It's so just they're moving air around with people. It's stupid. Yeah. It's just both, outside indoor dining. Both my um my sister and my brother in law, they're both managers for restaurants in Center City. High-end restaurants, uh, typically around fifty to sixty-five dollars a plate, and they're dying right now. You know, they they laid off half their staff. My sister's working; she's salary, 
and she's working seven days a week, 12-hour days, um, because they can't afford to have people there with the amount of work they're doing. You know, they're not, they're, the, the people aren't getting tips, so waitresses aren't showing up. Yeah, it's, you it's, know, so they got to pay them more because now they're technically not a tipped. So in the United States, when you're a, a tipped person, you make $3 an hour and the rest of your money comes from tips. Well, because of COVID, they can't do that anymore. So they're going to have to pay them roughly like 15, 20 bucks an hour because that's typically what they would make with tips. And these they can't afford to do that. So they lay off like 90% of their staff. Um, I know my brother-in-law had to take a pay cut. It was either you take half pay or we lay you off. Yeah, and it, and it, and it's and this is where it, you know it's we are in a scary time, but um, with all that you know, how I, I try not to steer with stuff like that, but this you know leads into us you know I, I would try to segue into like our our Everyone, shopping night. See, the thing is, us talking about this, it's not like some of our listeners who are from overseas don't understand. They're in the same they're, damn boat. They're going through it too. What we're talking about. Everyone can relate to. Yeah. So I feel like this will probably be one of our best shows because everything we're saying. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not denying that this is going to be a good show. I just, I just feel sometimes, you know, you have to be politically correct with a lot of things. No, so you, you may... not, that politically correction's got to die. No, well, it, it, that's not what we're here for. We get. We got to give our own opinions on things. Well, yeah. What, whether, what I'm whether saying people is, is like it you know. At least in America, we have uh, a constitution. See, I don't believe in party anymore. I'm done with this Republican-Democrat crap. I believe in the Constitution. Every word for word, what that means. And um, a lot of stuff that's going on right now is very unconstitutional. Um, but, you know, there's nothing we can do. But for anybody who is out there, um, who listens to us, if you lost your job due to the pandemic, um, all I could say is, you know, keep your head up if you can. Um there are people out there who are willing to, to talk to you because yet again, we, we did talk about the, you know, the suicide hotline and especially during Christmas time, um, suicide rates really do go up and just because of what is going on, clearly not only people passing away because of this pandemic, but they're also, ending their lives because oh, yeah. of what this, you know, I'm not saying because of what the pandemic is doing, but it's, De- it's depression's enough. definitely shooting through the yeah. roof. We're, we're seeing people, yeah. uh, you know, just like, really down on themselves and, and they don't know what to do. Uh, especially, I, I think a lot of it's, uh, financially based is a absolutely lot, a lot of people are losing their, their livelihoods. And even the people who are still working though, like I'm st- I've worked this whole time. I haven't, I've yeah. had, I had one day off for the for the pandemic, which was right in the beginning, and I've worked ever since. And even though I'm still working and it's not the money part that's affecting me, like I feel like my mental health is being changed because we can't go places with my kids. You know, we gotta wear a mask everywhere. It's like it's life is totally different. So in that aspect, my mental health is, is being drained right now. And yeah, the and stress stress levels are really high. Yeah. yeah. And for those who um, who are suffering from depression or feel like you may want to end your life, you know, there's always somebody out there to talk to. And the uh, suicide, the National Suicide Prevention uh, Lifeline is 
800-273-8255. That is 800-273-8255. Call them up. There's somebody out there who's going to be willing to, to talk to you because your life is precious. I mean, we may not know who you are, but personally, I care about you. And as long as you have at least one person who's out there who can care about you, you know, life is worth everything. And I mean, you guys can get a hold of us. I mean, we're we're on Twitter at Endless Gray One. Uh, we're also on Instagram. I believe it's the Endless Gray. I have to look it up because we haven't done our Instagram in forever. But you can reach out to us. You know, message us. Like I said on Twitter, Endless Gray One, and I'll talk to you, man. I, or or lady, whoever you are. You know, I'm I'm here to make sure that you're going to be okay because we value our. Uh, our listeners and our and our Instagram page is endless underscore gray underscore podcast and reach out to us. Let us you know you can let us know what uh what you think of the show. But if you also just need to talk to somebody to get something off your chest, hit me you know hit us up and I'm I'm here to listen to you. I just want to lighten this up for a second. Well, it's sad news, but it, it'll be lightened up. Uh, it'll be a little pretty funny, I think. Uh, so I just got to notice that um, credit card companies are no longer allowing customers to use their credit card for Pornhub.com. Very sad day. Who's paying for Pornhub? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, who, 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 if you pay for porn, that's terrible. That's Roof. weird. Yeah, it, it, but... Sorry, Brian. Brian's uh, showing a picture. Yeah, of... my my wife just sent me a picture of my daughter sleeping in her crib because we got a uh, you know a, a, a camera on her, and she um, my daughter has Down syndrome, and she's very flexible. Um, I think she's just about double jointed everywhere. She's sleeping, laying on her belly, with her foot under her belly. Now you're probably thinking that doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't make sense to me, and I'm looking at the picture. Um, I don't know how that's comfortable, but yep, she's like a wet noodle. Yeah, she she is the sweetest little girl, and I am very grateful and very honored that I am her godfather. She she is the uh, the second apple of my eye because the first is my son, and number two is definitely uh, it's my goddaughter. She and number three is his wife. Yes, my god. <laughs> you know, but for those who have children, you always know that. You know, your children are first, and then your your significant other, you know, comes after. But my always, wife knows. Always kids first, man. Yeah, my yeah. wife knows. I love her, but my son and my goddaughter, I would do anything for them, for them too. I, I would give my own life for them. I, I really would. But, so, you know, let's try to talk a little bit fun about what we what we do around Christmas. Um, so, a couple of years ago, we decided to go axe throwing, and it was a lot of fun. And we... Uh, do you remember when we did it? We used to we were throwing. Brian yeah. was throwing like baseball, like baseball. But it was working. It was working. Hey, he was, he was hitting them. Yeah, yeah, but who? But I was throwing the tomahawks, and I did pretty damn well with that we did, as we well. Did pre, we did really well with the the tomahawks. I, yeah. I asked the guys how much uh, how much to buy our own axe, and and it, I, I forget the what the price was, but it was like way too expensive. It was over a hundred bucks. Yeah. 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 So I just bought a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was you know that was a lot of fun. I mean because. The axe ring was just like a on the whim kind of a thing, right? Yeah, we just happened to be driving by. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this place is open. Like, let's hey, go. let's go check it out. What yeah. was the name of that place again? Mazuax. Mazuax. Mazuax is on Bustleton Avenue. We'll give the, you a free shout out. There you go, Mazuax, man. The guy, the guy was really cool. Abraham, I think his name was, or something like that. Whatever. I mean, he had a very common name, 
But he was really cool. He was was two guys. Yeah, he was two guys we went to high school with. Yeah. And, it, and what was great is like when we I remember when we got there he goes oh yeah it's uh twenty dollars a person for like the hour or whatever it was I think we were there for almost like two hours and they only charged us twenty bucks and yeah it was a lot of fun we closed the place it was fun yeah it, it was a great time my and arm then, was a little sore we, afterwards we had, not, yeah yeah he, he let us uh throw for like an an hour longer than the pl- like place had closed and he let us stay and throw yeah. For, yeah. for like an hour after that and then what was it like was it last year. Or the year before that. Well, we last went... year they had a party, so we couldn't go there, and we had to go to a um... gun range. No, we went to no, extra. Oh no, 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 we, no! That we was... went to the gun range before before we went shopping. Didn't we? <coughs> yeah, yeah, cause, and then cause we went I, extra I rem- afterwards. I remember having year. to stop and drop the rifles off. That's right. We went to um, yeah. uh, bear the hatchet. Bury the hatchet. Bury the hatchet right off of uh, Woodhaven Road. So I remember, yes, I do remember that now. Bury the hatchet, free shout out for you guys. Yep. Oh, and that was Woodhaven and Evans as you make the turn off the expressway. All the wood that they, uh, their wood targets, uh, when they're all done, they let you take them for free. And it's great. And they make great firewood, I'll tell you that. But, you know, I remember that. You know what? That was the year. I remember going to the gun range that year because you had your uh, your 22 hand, your handle. My pistol, yeah. Yeah, your pistol. Smith and Wesson. Victory, I think it is. The, so yeah. the, oh, was that the little? Uh, was that the revolver you had? No, it was a silver semi-auto. Oh, with, oh okay. With a red dot on top. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember oh, that's this, right. but Brian, Brian. Yeah, I challenged him and I lost. You're such a smart ass. Yeah, and see, Brian, Brian is a big time gun enthusiast, and I'm. Just I beat a, you at 200 yards, so let's not talk about it. Yeah, but I still, <laughs> I still whipped his ass without a scope, on the you know on this little guy. Oh no, Brian, we we used your 1022. No, we used no, we used we used your pistol for the long range because you know I can't beat you with a uh, rifle and yeah, you sat there you you're like, what? Oh, let's yeah. see what we can do and I scoped it a lot better than you, even yeah. without using the scope. I just aimed there is it. There's no scope, it's a red dot. What's it? Yeah, it's well, a close quarter optic. Have, you had to have used the red dot. There's no other way to sight they, it. They call it a, a close quarter optic. No, because then it wasn't no, because you had the two of them. You have one that has that has they both the my Ruger and, and the really? Smith and Wesson both. Well, whatever it was, well, I still remember what. Well, your ass. So, some people call it a scope, but they use scope like interchangeably with yeah. close quarter optic. A scope is a tube. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. The red dot's a red and, dot, and, and, a, and a scope will give you a long distance. It'll magnify view it. Yeah. magnify. So, well, I so, just remember uh, winning. So, close yeah. quarter optic. Well, we, is we just could do. We could, that was aims, only one time. We could do uh, another one. Yeah, when the, when the range eventually opens. when the range like right now the range only has eight stalls and only four are open, and I mean, you could be there for two three hours before you can get in. So, but you know, I I lucked out the one day. I I had a uh, soldier who needed to do a rescheduled training, and due to COVID uh, restrictions. We can't go into the base. So what I started doing was in, instead of having to take them over to the base and do training there where, you know, where you're limited at what you can do, I took him for um, drill and ceremony training. We did a funeral where we did funeral honors. And then I took him over to um, Delaware Valley Sports Center and we fired my XM15, the uh, the Bushmaster XM15, which is basically the the same as an armor light. The civilian version, so, yeah. Yeah. So, but, I, that, but that was actually a, a fun time, man. I I, I always liked going yeah. to the range. Delaware Valley Sports Center. Free shout out to you guys. Yeah, man. Yep, Tony. You know who I am. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what I wanted to say too. Like, I like Tony. Tony, my dad got got along real well because yeah. uh, they're both Vietnam vets. Yeah, Tony's a good dude. So I haven't remember. Well, usually we would, you know, do our nice little shout outs to to everybody, and clearly we haven't been doing this for at least six weeks, so we're not in the in the same group like we were. Oh yeah, we missed them. Yeah, Just but the um, but that Angelo's Pizza, the place I was telling you on Market Street, they opened up, and I've been telling the guy, I'm like, man. I'm going to come there. I want to come there. I have not been there you yet. You got to get Prez to go there. Prez. Prez from Barstool Sports. He does his uh, pizza. He he uh, he goes around all the pizza shops and basically. Uh, Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy. He goes yeah. uh, basically anywhere from Boston all the way down to Philly. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the guy Angelo, who owns obviously Angelo's Pizza, because his last name is Pizza, which is amazing. Um, his last name is Pizza. Yes, his last name is Pizza, and he has, and his his store's name is his real name. You know, is his name. But if I'm not mistaken, because he was in Baltimore, I believe he said that he made the pizza, froze it, and then shipped it off to him. So he tried it frozen, but never fresh. Now I wouldn't be surprised if he has tried it since. But it'd be really good to to see no, what it's I like, man. I don't think so. I I follow Dave uh, or follow uh, Portnoy's pizza thing i get a message every time he does one and he has not done angelo's pizza in philly at all i'm you know and i'm looking forward to it so angelo if you're listening to this bud congratulations on the uh on the the shop opening up and i'm really looking forward to the pizzas that you have because they just he only has seven of them and you cannot get anything else but those seven pizzas and it they just look no see ya dude i'm telling you not one of them no how about marguerite I don't. You know what, Angelo? If you I see like us, man, margarita pizza. You, you'll have yeah. to let us know. No, he has. He has margarita is real good. He has something that's called like not your average meatball or whatever it is, and it's like a meatball. Or I'm sorry, no, it's, it's a uh, spicy meatball. No, it's um. <laughs> this is not pepperoni pizza because pepperoni is not really Italian. It is actually Americanized. It's sopassata that that you you use. That would be considered the, the uh, pepperoni. Most, most meats are made that way. Yeah, but you're the looking way at you, capicola. You're not. You're not really getting a capicola ham. You're just getting a cured ham. Yeah. So, but it it all this We're stuff. Can't really get gabagool. So gabagool, you'll you'll like New York. Uh, a lot of New York um, Italian restaurants, uh, like New York City. They'll have it. They'll they'll have stuff that's imported like from New Italy. York City. You're getting some. You're getting a real cut of gabagool or or uh, prosciutto. Oh, dude, I I just did a job the other. Uh, what was it last week before I got on vacation, and um, it was this Italian restaurant, and this guy's making uh homemade uh mozzarella, and I was like, oh, I said, I said, I looked at him, I was like, that's fresh mozzarella, and he goes, yeah, would you like some? And I was just like, sure. When he gave it to me. I was just like, ah, grazie per la mozzarella. And he looked at me, and he started speaking Italian. I said, listen, man, I had to use Google Translate for this. <laughs> like, like, I know I know certain words, you know, like thank you in, in Italian. And also, I know grazie is thank you in Italian. And, you know, if you were to say, you know, thank you for something in Spanish, it's, you know, gracias de whatever it is. So that's why I was like, ah, oh, let me make sure like, I'm saying it right. Gracias is just yeah. Thank you. That's when I was like, ah, gracias, and then we're you know, gracias, and he looked at me, and he goes, ah, and I was like, that's it, man, I'm good. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. But you actually had that. That was the, mm-hmm. the mozzarella that you had when you came over the house last week, or earlier this uh, week. Okay, my, yeah, yeah. My background is Italian, and my my grandfather spoke it very fluently, but he never taught it to my dad or uncle, because he wanted to Americanize everything. Especially that time he was growing up, Italians were very discriminated against. Same with Irish. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. same with Irish. You know. But um, 
but anyway, basically all I know is the curse words my dad taught me. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, cool. yeah. Mafa Kulo, it's Italian for have a nice day. <laughs> I, if I, so, you know, you were saying earlier when we were at the mall, but Snapple facts. I don't know how true this is, but I heard this years ago. And I guess it was somebody being a wise guy saying, do you know why there were so many Tonys in New York? They came with the signs that said to New York. Yep, on their on their luggage. So when they came over, they said to New York, but they never wrote their name. So everybody's like, ah, oh, who's Tony? Because they put the words together and the people would recognize their luggage and they go, oh, that's, that's me. just a joke. I think it's just a joke. I think yeah. it is a joke, but you know what? If that's true, that is pretty badass if you think about funny. it. Because Anthony from DVSC, Tony, he, he's a real Anthony. Yeah. You know, but it, things like that, man. It, you know, I, I like those little uh, weird, weird little trivies, like you know about the, you know, the one about the middle finger. Yeah. What was the one about the middle finger? I wasn't gonna go there. You had to do it, did you? You had to go there, Vince. No. So the middle finger apparently is when the French and British were having the Hundred Year War. The French would actually be oh, using yeah, yeah, okay. the high, pl- pa- high yeah. power, pluck high power you, bows. You. Yeah, yeah, the high power bows. Well, then the British would actually cut their middle finger off. When they would capture them, well, one night the British, you know, the British were celebrating, and the French got out, got away, and all the people who were captured who didn't get their finger cut off, they sat there, gave them the middle finger, and they said, "You're never getting this," and that's where they said the terminology for like, "fuck you" came was yeah. from the middle finger. It was they would they would pluck their bow. Yep. And it was pluck you, pluck you, and yep. then and then uh, over time the terminology went to "fuck you, fuck you." Yeah. That was on Penn and Teller. You ever so, you ever watched Penn and Teller? I watched Penn and Teller, but I didn't hear it from that. I've known this for years, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Way before the whole Penn and Teller thing. So, yeah. So, um... I like I like uh, Penn and Teller's version of Paul, Re- Paul Revere's ride. Because Paul Revere only ran through Boston. Uh, it was Dawes that that uh, rode his horse from Boston all the way down to Washington, D.C. <laughs> so, the, you know the, the poem, The Midnight yeah. Ride of Paul Revere... They they said when you can make something fancy and it rhymes, then that becomes the history, you know. Yeah. But but he he made a poem about Dawes taking his ride from Boston all the way down to Washington D.C. and I, I forget how it goes, but the ending the ending was like and his ass was really numb. <laughs> <laughs> so now because like I was saying, we were talking about the, of course we go on our tangents about uh, about Christmas shopping. What was you know, what was a gift that you really wanted as a kid and or as an adult that you didn't get that you never got? I don't know. I honestly never asked for Christmas gifts. Like my mom would make me make a list. Uh, I would put little generic things on there. I never expected anything at Christmas. That's not what the holiday is about. Yeah. Now, the only thing and funny enough and uh, as cliche as that sounds, that's true. Um you know, and Christmas isn't about the gift giving, but as a kid, you know, depending on where you, it'd be nice to get the gift. But the one gift that I always wanted, never got it. And when it came out, my cousin got it for Christmas. And I was devastated because Santa brought her this gift and Santa didn't bring it for me. And it was on my wish list. And it was the talk boy from Home Alone 2. Oh, my mom bought me that one year. Yeah. I got a talk boy from Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the one thing that uh that I wanted from Santa uh-huh. and Santa never brought it. But you know what though? It's all good cuz Santa got me other things that I wanted, but I guess it was just one of those things that 
he thought other gifts that I wanted, he thought they were cooler than getting me a talk boy. But yeah. I, t- I did, I finally did got to talk to Santa and tell him, hey, listen, I never got that talk boy. And he goes, I'm really sorry. You were a good boy, but I wanted to give you other cooler things than I thought than a talk boy. So I was like, you know what? That's kind of cool. But now my son yeah. is really obsessed with, uh, with Home Alone and Home Alone 2. And now I guess my thing is, is I got to talk to Santa and see if, um, if Santa can get him a talk boy of some sort, which I know is going to be really hard because hard. they don't make them anymore. Yeah. There's a couple of things I asked for when I was a kid. I, funny enough, um, for real, like I wanted a um, Red Rider BB gun because of the movie. I think I was probably like 10. And my dad would always make fun of me and say, oh, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. And they never got it for me. Um, but uh, another one that I really wanted was, um, and it was so mad because my, my best friend at the time had gotten it. It was a remote control pick a remote control truck that had really big wheels on it. No matter how it flipped, it would still run. Like it was impossible to flip over. I re- I I got one of those yeah. with the big wheels. Yeah. So I asked for that, and instead, my parent or Santa got me a cheap, crappy uh, remote control truck that was really slow. And my buddy came over with his monster truck and just drove all over it. And I was like, I was really mad. I was like, you know. I was like, when you ask for something specific, there's a reason for it. And I was at this time I was like ten and I was like you know what's so mad. Like, all right, so clearly, you know, your son looks like you, but the facial expression that he just did, I can see your son. I, I you know, because it is genetic. Yeah. Yeah. But when he gets it's mad, the Benjamin Button look, right? Yes. Yeah. When 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 he gets mad or he has something that he yeah. wants. I just saw him yeah. right there for that split second. It's... Well, my son asked for an Iron Man helmet. The, he calls it the real one with the face that goes up. That's how he describes it. I looked at it. Things like 150 bucks. I'm like, oh, they hey, sell them no. at GameStop. They get they got a couple of them. They have like the Power Ranger helmets. Yeah. And... So yeah, that's that's. But um, and then we're like, well, buddy, for your birthday. You know, we're going to get you something else. And he's like, no, that's what I want. I'm like, well, would you rather have this? And I showed him a video of a, a, a little boy riding an ATV. And he calls in a motorcycle. He calls everything a motorcycle. And he's like, no, no, I'd rather have the motorcycle. Absolutely. Yeah, of course, man. What kid, what kid wouldn't want the motorcycle whatsoever? I mean, I always wanted a... Uh... Always wanted a motorcycle as a kid as well. So speaking of that, my godfather, I remember as a kid, we would go to like the, um, they used to have like the, you know, had the, like the car shows and stuff. Well, they had this motorcycle show. And I remember as a kid, there was like this little dirt bike or it looked like a little Harley. And I remember him going, all right, dad's like, you know, sit on the bike. And he goes, but don't, you know, don't hurt it. And I just always remember, man, my uncle, I thought he, I thought he was like the coolest dude in the world when he got out his motorcycle. Like he would have a, I want to show, you know, I, I'm sitting on an ottoman right now, but I'll show you what he used to do. So he would sit there and like, he would walk and then sit down and just like hop on the bike. So I remember I did that and on this bike. I was just like, yeah, man. And I thought like I was like the coolest kid. And I was just like, I'm just like my uncle, man. I had the, I had my, you know, my legs all ready to go, ready to ride. Of course, the damn thing wasn't going to start at all. I completely I, thought you said you were going to fall over. No, the I bike thought, fell on top of you. No, man. Well, that's that's another story. I'll tell you that in a second. But but I thought as a kid, man, that was like the coolest thing in the world, being able to sit on this bike thinking I was sitting on a real motorcycle. Mm-hmm. 
fast forward about 12 years later, my, uh, my uncle at the same time, he goes, he goes, all right, man, well, um, and I sat there, I was like, oh man, I said, you know, Uncle Joe, do you remember when I was a kid and you told me not to sit on the motorcycle like you used to, and I did, and like, you got mad at me, but you thought it was really cool, he goes, yeah, he goes, well, he's like, yeah, man, that was really, and he goes, well, you know what, man, why don't you sit on the bike, and I was like, I don't know if I'm tall enough, he's letting you sit on it so now, now he's letting me sit on his Sportster, which he had, it was a brand new Sportster, an 82 Sportster, loved that bike, so he sits there, and he lets me sit on it, so I was like, all right, man, I didn't, I didn't sit on it like I did when I was a kid, but I put my legs on, I was like, oh, man, so I'm sitting there, and you know, I, the, the, the kickstand was up and I'm holding it all of a sudden he goes, all right, cool. And he starts it up and I'm sitting, I'm going, oh, 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 oh man, this is great. Now, meanwhile, the little kid in me is now just bursting with joy, man. And next thing you know, he goes, all right, do me a favor, grab this handle right here. I said, all right, cool. At the time I didn't realize that's the clutch. So now my hand is on the clutch and he says, all right, grab this handle. And now my hand is on the brake. What does he decide to do? Pop it in the first gear. Oh, so he goes. Like where the so he goes. Now let the clutch out. He goes. <laughs> let the clutch out. And as you're letting the clutch out, like ease off on the brake at the same time. I say, <clears throat> sure. I let the clutch go, not realizing that he just put me in first gear. Not that's, thinking about it. That's how they engage. Yeah. Well, the bike starts moving. I go. Oh shit. I let go of the clutch, my hand's hitting the throttle, and my hand is on the brake. Now, we all know that From the... brakes, you're doing, you're doing a burnout. I'm doing a burnout, and never have I ever saw my uncle cry. Well, finally, the bike stalls, and I dropped his bike. I, I, like, I put his bike down, almost like you did as a kid when you got off your bike. Mm. And he goes, get off my bike! Get off my effing bike! And I was just like, ah! And I ran. <laughs> I was terrified because I didn't he know what he... was like a little girl. Yeah, like I was... I mean, I never... That's, that's kind of funny. Oh, I was terrified. And, and It's it, his own fault. He fucked you up. Well, no, like, because I thought he would have thought that I was smarter because, like, when, when I was a kid... He should have known you weren't smarter. I mean, he knows you. Yeah, but he would actually, like... He would always <laughs> sit there and go, all right, I'm going for a ride. You want to go with me? I said, yeah, sure. So I'd be on the back of the bike. Oh, he, he figured you'd be able to... Yeah. And I'm always, take, you know, the, take a lap in like it, I'm always, know? I'm always, you know, I'm always paying attention, you know, when he was shifting or any time that he would, you know, lean into, you know, into the turns and everything else. So he thought I could do it, man. After he picked up the bike and he goes, "Get away from it! Get away from it!" I looked, man. I think I let at least an inch deep into into the grass. I mean, just everywhere, and there was a big giant hole. And <laughs> let's just say I never got on a motorcycle ever again since then. But yeah, that that was that was just something. As a kid, you know, sitting on that bike, I was like, yeah, I want a motorcycle. You get it as an adult, you're like, I want a motorcycle. And then you get on one and you're not used to it and you do a burnout. You're like, I, I, I don't want a motorcycle no more. I, mean, I went through the uh, motorcycle course in Kentucky. The the, the Army, if, if you wanted to ride on base, you had to take their course, no matter if you had it on your license or not. So, but But the course would license you. And it turns out that for whatever reason, Pennsylvania doesn't recognize that you still have to take the Pennsylvania test. But I went and uh, I had a motorcycle that I would take on base, and it was just a little Honda. It was an old, like, little Honda that you could probably beat around and, and drop them. And I, I bought it from the base. It was one of their test ones. So, so that's why they bought those, because they could take a licking. Yeah. You know? It's like a and, Timex. It takes a licking and keeps on ticking. That's yeah. A really, that's a terrible joke. That you know. I thought all states' drivers and motorcycle license cross over. No, 
the test doesn't. So so I took the test in Kentucky, mm-hmm. right? And and because it was on the mili- military installation, I could get my license for the military installation. It still has to be on your physical license. And what you do is is uh, my license was a PA license, my my driver's license. So uh, I had to bring it back to PA and give them the paperwork and say, hey, I took the motorcycles li- uh, you know test in Kentucky, and you're supposed to honor it. Well, at least the guy at the DOT told me that they don't honor it, and he couldn't put it on my license at that time, that I had to take the PA test. And I didn't have my motorcycle with me because I flew back to Philly, not rode my motorcycle to Philly. Yeah. And and then at that point, I just, I had to sell the bike. Because that I, sucks. Yeah, I only had so much time on, time on leave. It's like, who's going to let me use their motorcycle to take the fucking test? It's, yeah. yeah. So, now, what is a gift that you asked for, you received a gift, thinking it was said gift, and it wasn't, and what was your reaction? So, I'll give, the reason why I'm giving you this as an example, one year I asked my wife for a new, for a new iPad, or a new iPod, because iPads were not out at that time. So, she gets me that, you know, we exchange gifts, like every Christmas Eve, we would always just open up all of our gifts on Christmas Eve, never really Christmas Day. So I get this box, man, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got my iPad Nano. Like, I'm all, I'm all excited. And Did I, you say it was the Nano? Yeah, the Nano, because it was, like, the really thin one. And I'm yeah. like, yes, I'm getting it. <clears throat> and I open it up, and it's the cross that I'm wearing. And she looks at me. She goes, you do realize that you, you know, she's like, what's wrong? I said, oh, no, I love it. For a split second, I was disappointed because I was like, I wanted my damn iPod, like, that's what I wanted, but I got a cross, and she looks at me, and she goes, well, you always did say that, you know, you wanted a cross, and I was like, you know what, that's right, I did want a cross, I didn't wear that cross for at least two years, (laughs) but finally, I decided to, you know, I I had the cross, and um, I actually, when we got married, she bought me the the chain that I'm wearing too, so I got the, the, got the cross and chain. That my daughter broke. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, your daughter broke. So, uh, got it blessed by the, um, one of the Cardinals, uh, Archbishop Chaput at the time in Philadelphia, when I made my, um, sacraments and all, he blessed it. And that's when I started wearing the cross and everything else. So it was one of those gifts that I wasn't expecting that I got, but it's probably one of my most, it's probably one of the greatest you know, Christmas gifts besides my son that I've ever yeah. gotten that I've liked because it has so much meaning to it. And when your daughter broke my chain, you know, broke the neck or the, the cross itself, you, you saw me, I, you know, I was like, all right, all right, it broke, but you know what? She broke it. Who cares? Now, if it was my son who broke it, you would have killed him. I, I would have, I would have yelled at him, but you know, my goddaughter, she is, like I said, she's innocent. She has me wrapped around her little finger. She just grabbed it and it ripped and I didn't get to wear it for like two weeks. And it was like really weird not wearing my, you know, my necklace for two weeks. But that shows you, man, how important it, you know, it means to me now. But that's one of those gifts. Like I said, I expected one thing and got something completely different. So, like, I'm very specific when I was a kid. Very, very specific. And in uh, 1993, well, I'll set this back. So back in around 92, 93, I was playing hockey with my friends. And we didn't have a hockey net. We used to use trash cans, whatever we could find. So for Christmas, I'm like, okay, I want goalie equipment, um, and I want 
a real hockey net, one one of the metal hockey nets. Um, so Christmas morning, I come down and I see something wrapped up that looks like a hockey net. And I'm like, sweet, awesome. And then I see, see other stuff that's possibly wrapped up that looks like goalie equipment. I'm like, this is amazing. So I'm unwrapping the stuff that looks like goalie equipment and it's completely not. Like, I don't remember what it is at this point, but I just remember being insanely disappointed. Because I was like, I know that's a hockey net. I'm like, I know it's the metal hockey net. You can tell. So I get to the, the, the hockey net. I open that. And it's a cheap PVC one. Like, it's not even Mylek. It's like a no-name brand. Cheap. Cheap as can be. And I was so pissed. So, so you must. So that was uh, oh, I went up, that was Santa's way of saying that you had coal that year because you asked yeah, for the. Uh, I went the upstairs and I like lost it, and then I saw my mom's face how upset she was that I wasn't happy, and I felt terrible, and I was like, "Damn, I never can do that again." Like I just got to be happy with whatever I get. Yeah, you get what you get, and you don't get upset, is what we tell my son. And um, yeah, yeah, but so we had a hockey net at least to play with. I think. I think that it only lasted like two months because we were playing in the middle of January and it was really cold out and someone slapped one of those hard plastic pucks at it and broke one of the uh, posts. Yeah. And it was done. I was like, oh. yeah. but we didn't have a goalie either because I have goalie equipment. And I think the next year for my birthday, my dad took me to, uh, store's no longer there, but he took me to Sports Authority on Red Line and the Boulevard wow. and got me pads he got me a glove, a waffle, a stick, and a helmet. Hold on, Sports Authority, is that where the Models is at now? No. Or? It's where uh, the, the, it's right next to where Planet Fitness is, and right now it's a um, Raymore Flanagan, I that's think. A, that's on the Boulevard? Yeah, Boulevard and Red Lion. Oh, that's where Red Lion, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 because yeah. it was, it was right next to Best Buy. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, I remember that, yeah, that was. Hey, guys, we're, we're approaching the uh, segment limit. So we're going to um, just shut it down, take a couple of minutes, maybe grab another beer, and then uh, we'll restart another segment and continue the show. All Sounds right, good. talk to you in a second. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is Espo. I'm with Brian and Eds. Uh, just continuing the last segment, we were talking a lot about Christmas. Uh, I realized that I never actually, Adam asked about it like a great gift, gift we got, and, and uh, I never actually answered it. I just kind of gave it a cliche thing. Uh, I never specifically like made a big list. My my mom and dad would always like kind of force me to make a list. I always would say, hey, like a present's a present, just give me what, what you get me, you know? Um, but there was, uh, one, one year I was very, very young, probably don't even really remember it. I was like three years old. My mom got me a, uh, a, a big stuffed big bird that had a tape player in it and it would play episodes. Uh, it came with like little cassette tapes and play episodes of, um, you know, big bird reading a story or episodes of Sesame Place and uh things like that and and for for years that was like a security blanket almost like how pig pen in charlie yeah, brown has yeah. his security blanket to take it everywhere 
Um, but we were also talking about gifts that we thought we were getting that, that we didn't get. Uh, I can't really specifically remember a gift that I thought I was getting um, that I didn't get. But, one, but I do remember one year I wanted a radio. And like one of the big boombox type radios, remember the nineties, you just walking around with. Oh them. yeah. And the JV, uh, what was it, JVCs or whatever the, they're called? The JV, uh, they, they were JVCs. They had uh, they had Sony, Panasonics. They had Sony. Sony. And then um, in like the later like ninety six to like ninety eight, Iowa. Yeah. Because I got so, an Iowa one. <laughs> so uh, I don't quite remember what year it was. It's probably ninety five or ninety six. My mom bought me one of the big boombox uh, things, and it, it was one that you could carry around. It was it wasn't so big that you couldn't take it around, but it had detachable speakers. But they had to be wired, so it could only go so far. Yeah. yeah. But but uh, but I do remember that I did, It wasn't under the tree. My mom hit it off to the side, and it was also with it with one of them um, small pool tables. That that's about waist high, yeah. and it, it came with a whole set, and you could flip it and turn it into an air hockey set. Oh, the the, the, the yeah. Fisher Price, the yeah. Fisher Price one. Yeah, man, yeah. I used to play. They, oh, I loved that thing as a kid. They they were both off to the side, so those were two things that I put on the list that my mom made me made me write. And usually, if I put it on the list, I got it. And the fact that they weren't under the tree where I thought they would be is a little heartbreaking to me. And and then my mom told me to go into the kitchen, and in our houses the kitchen was was secluded. It used to be secluded until a lot of people started knocking out that one wall, and then the kitchen was an open kitchen. But when I turned that corner and saw that there were two more gifts, I well, was remember, ecstatic. Well, if you remember that that pool table, I'll remember this man because my my other uncle Joe, who was my nan's best friend growing up, so he wasn't blood related, but he was he was like a father figure to me and. Man, this guy, if I can remember all the stories that he told me as a kid growing up, especially for you, Vince, being a military vet, you would love it. The one story I do remember him telling me to this day, I will never forget. He said he was he was in the Navy, and he was the guy who would take the fifty cal bullets, put it into the machine so that they would shoot down the kamikazes. That was his job. He was the guy who would help load those big-ass bullets. All right. So that was his job. And I was just like, that is awesome. And when I, when I was a kid, and it sucks that I lost everything growing up, you know, the way life was, but, you know, shit happens. He had his World War II uniform that he was custom-fitting that hat for me. He took his uniform. Oh, that's very cool. And, you know, it, it, I, not not by my own choice, but... But my biological mother lost our house, and that was left in there. But that was a World War II uniform that yeah. he that was his that he was fitting on me, which was really cool. But with that being said, we would play on that on that pool table, and we would always play. And man, I thought I was great. I sucked at it, but it was it was air hockey on one side, and when you flipped it around, ping pong. Do you remember it was a three and one? That's the one that yeah. I had. I don't know if it's the same one that you're thinking of. Yeah, but... it was it was a pool table, an air hockey set, and ping pong. And ping pong. The third piece went on top of the air hockey set. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's three pieces to it. That was that was that was one gift. I think I think the, I think the table itself was the air hockey, and then if you you flipped it over, uh, the the on the second piece you flipped it, and then it had the uh, felt top. 
So the and one, then it, and then you flipped it over. Right, so you had was, you had something that was different than mine. Mine. I don't think his was Fisher Price either, because I remember that. No, yeah, so the one the one that I, I had. I don't remember the brand. I think though. it was like Franklin. Might have been. Yeah. So it the one the been. one the one that I had, I remember it was the pool table, and then you would put the piece on top, and it would convert like like the the way that it was. You would get the air hockey, and then that table itself, when you flipped it around. Was that you know for the ping pong, but then you had like these little pieces that you would put into like the holes of where like the pockets would have been at for, for pool, so the balls wouldn't actually go in there. But that was a gift I remember getting. But I think I actually got a, a boombox as well one year. But it was uh, like a five disc CD changer one, and it was amazing because you could walk around. It was heavy a little bit because you know you could put five different CDs in it, but it had the detachable. Um, speakers like you like you said of course it had to be wired nothing was bluetooth back then but that was something man i remember when i had it i was like man what five cds do i put in this now like you didn't know exactly which cd you wanted to play because you're like all right what's my top five cds and you have to have it in there at all times i i used to switch them out i would every day i would take one out and put another one in but i had books of cds i had an insane amount of cds yeah. Do you know where they're at now? Yeah, they're in my blue bin in my garage. <laughs> well, mine got destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, now they're scratched up. I don't know how well they would play, but they're Surprise. still they're still in my little blue blue book. I have all the uh, I have like the portable one I used to keep in the car, and then I had the one that was in my room, and you know, yeah, I would switch them out. I had, I had a routine of switching them out, so that way. There would be, you know, I could play different CDs and... Man, kids nowadays, they don't realize how hard it was being, you know, being... Now being, every, everything's on your phone. Yeah, everything's all digitalized. But you remember when you were, you know, if you drove with buddies and they had a CD player in their car, you were the DJ. Like, that was, like, one of the most important jobs. You were the passenger. Yeah, the passenger yeah, was the DJ, yeah. but the DJ had to use the CDs that, that were in the book. Yep. And you had to make sure that you had the right CDs because if you didn't pick the right CD when you're, you know, whoever you're with was driving, that could ruin your whole night, man. Because you could be going down to the races, ready yeah. to have a good time. We did, we did mix CDs for that. We made us, oh, like if we knew that, we were going to races, we made our mix for the the hot songs of that week. There, there was um, yeah, because you you would buy a stack of the burn ones. Oh yeah, I still there, have stacks. There was a guy in high school that made a killing. Off of selling um, mixed CDs for like five dollars a pop. Use it was it was it uh, Napster or LimeWire? Back then it was Napster. Yeah. Yeah. Took the, forever. Uh, and then it was Torrents after that. To, there was Torrents. There was Kaza. Kaza or Kaza? Yeah. Yeah, Kaza. Yeah. And and then there was the Kaza Premium. You would pay like a couple bucks. And you could get you could get uh, actual CD quality instead of getting like yeah. some shitty. Because re- remember when you would use like maybe the torrents or whatever. Well, I'd use and, LimeWire with the torrents. Yeah, yeah. L- LimeWire or whatever, and, and how sometimes you would download one song and it would be at a, one volume, and then the next one would be at a totally different volume. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hold on, I'm, I'm like as we're but talking. I had a list of people that a list of names that I knew that were quality. Yeah. Because when you when you went to download it, you saw the song name. Who's supplying it? And I always used that one name, and they always were 
They, they're good, right? Yeah. So I I did movies well, and stuff. That, too. That's how your that's how a lot of computers got virus. Like I got oh, a bad yeah. I got a bad virus off of uh, Kaza one time and it, it shut my whole computer down. I I remember looking at my screen and someone was moving the mouse and I wasn't moving the mouse. Yeah, that's when you shut your computer off and pull the plug. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I'm looking at I'm looking at the um, looking at my uh, at my phone with some of the songs that I have on there and I'm pretty sure. Some of these songs that are on here, I'm I'm thinking, it would it says one name, like the name of the song, but it's not really the name of the song. It's somebody completely different. Like I know on my at least on my uh, on my computer, it says it's like Hootie and the Blowfish singing mm-hmm. one song. It's not Hootie and the Blowfish. Was it like a cover? No, it was just whoever when you downloaded that song, they thought it was Hootie and the Blowfish who wrote the song, and it wasn't them whatsoever. Oh, because it's the sharing. It was, it yeah, was, they yeah. can put whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. Now, is there still like a site that you can go to? Like, does anyone know? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know if they exist anymore. Or to, like, I'm sure Napster doesn't exist. I know they were, I know they were fine. Anymore. No, it's not Napster because Napster you have to pay for now. Oh, it's it's a paid service. Yeah. That's so, how they get around. Well, oh, I do the. T- I paid a one dollar for the Apple Music, and it's a dollar a month. Yeah, I do Amazon Music. That's how yeah. I do mine. Yeah. Yeah. So the one song that I'm looking at, I know I have it, but it's not this version. Is uh, Slipknot's "Wait and Bleed," right? So at the very end of "Wait and Bleed," you know, if you know the song, you know it. But it, you would sit there and you're finishing, like you're rocking out. You're like, yeah, and you're thinking the next song starts. But it's actually the course just restarts all over again. So whoever did it, they it like did it twice. So then of course you wait for the song to end, and when that <clears> song <throat> ended, you had hit skip really quick, so you didn't have to re-listen to the course all over again because you <laughs> wanted to get to the next song. Yeah. So that's what you know. That's what you would get on that aspect. But um, how about the struggle when you were a kid? If you wanted to make something like a mixtape. And you, you're oh, don't think you started on that. Try, trying to trying to get the song on the radio. Yeah, no. you got to hit record at the right time. I actually, so I found a, a bag of tapes, mixtapes, a whole bag of them, and I went through, and I found my. I actually bought it off Tanya when you guys had a yard sale. It was a um, Sony Walkman, the black and yellow one, that has like waterproof. Okay. So I was listening to it, and, like, I can tell, like, I started too early, so then I stopped. And I was like, man, I was terrible at this. So uh, I was terrible at it, too. I If I start it, like, a little late in the song or whatever, or start a little too early, I would just let it play. And then, the, you know, you'd be listening to it in the car or something like that, and it would just be, uh, you know, you get three quarters of the song. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I was at you know what surprisingly because I I had no life as a kid because I was always grounded for no particular reason. So I actually got pretty good at doing the whole stop recording thing. And a buddy of mine, Kenny, he recorded because we were just listening it to today when we were listening to uh, "Got the Life," which was uh, "Follow the Leader." I don't know why I couldn't get that album, but he was able to. So he made me a a C or a tape of like all the songs that we really liked that was on Father Leader. On the other half was um, was Metallica, like all the best of Metallica. So I had a dual tape player, and I played one song on one and played another. But what I would do is, is that I would mix in with other songs. So like, 
the one I remember one time listening to YSP and um, Billy Idol's um, "More, More, More" was on, or Rebel Yell. So it was Metallica's, let's say, like Enter Sandman, and then at the end of it, you would just hear a quick three seconds of. I want more, 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 and next thing you know, it turned into a Metallica song, and that's and that's how I was editing. He was doing it. like edit cuts for radio, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I was doing and I was doing that because I was able to have my you know my tape on one side, the recorded one on the other, but I would have to wait until that one song would be on, be able to play it on there, stop it at the right time, then be able to put my other song in and go so back like and you're, forth. So like you're an old school tape DJ. Oh yeah, man. It Pretty was, much. Yeah, <laughs> man. It was great because I just remember like listening to it and you're like, oh man, listen, you know, I'm listening to a Wolf and Man and then all of a sudden I hear something else and then Monster Magnet, it, you know, comes on. Monster Magnet. And then next thing you know, this comes on. But like I had it like all flowed in all together. I was like, oh, oh I thought I was the man. And of course, like, you know, I wasn't. If, but that was one of my favorite. If, yeah. if, if you want to hear something funny, like we were mentioning the uh, Talk Boys. So be, the Christmas that I wanted the Talk Boy, I, I don't think I actually got a Talk Boy for my for Christmas. I think I got it for my birthday. But my my mom bought me a tape recorder. Because I couldn't remember what the talk boy was called. So I just wrote tape recorder. <laughs> so I got a tape recorder, which was pretty cool. It was like a little one that, you know, you'd use to take quick notes or whatever. You see them on, uh, like, college kids caught them. They'll tape lectures for school. Now we just have smartphones. Now we just have smartphones with voice memo. But uh, I would use that tape recorder to make small tapes of me announcing wrestling <laughs> right so so i would like mute wrestling and then pretend i was, I was the announcer and and just go through on, on the tape recorder that's hilarious and i would also do Did it you record on, yourself on videotape so we can watch this back now no I, that'd be great i wish i still had the tapes it would be great because i would play them for for the podcast but I would also do it for if if I was playing at like N sixty four like the NWO, <laughs> you know WCW. We were NWO. actually just playing that uh, probably a year ago now. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, Steph called. He's coming over tomorrow. He's bringing uh, he's bringing his sixty four over, and he's uh, playing with a uh, little man. Cody. No. Oh, yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steph called. Yeah, I well, know him as Doobie. Well, yeah, you know him as Doobie. So, but um. He actually he came over the other night and he was talking and talking to a little man, and he was just like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "Well, you know," he's like, "Oh well, I have the switch," and my son's saying, "You know, I have the switch and we could do this," and and stuff goes going, "Yeah, well, I used to have you know Nintendo sixty four and I played this game," so my boy's going, "I never heard of that," and he goes, "Well, you know what? I promise I'll bring it over." Well, you can't tell a six year old that you promise him something because yeah. he's going to remember. So. Stefko came over today to help me move some of the furniture that we took out last week that no one grabbed, so we threw it in the dump, you know, in the trash. But he came oh, that cu- that couple never came and got your no, furniture. No, yeah, they never did. So, oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it was left outside and all. So, um, so when he came over to help move some of the, you know, moved my TV back into the house, my son saw him. And he goes, where's, that on where's the 64 at? And he goes, oh man, uh, I guess I'll, I, he's like, you know what, I'll come over either tomorrow or Monday. 
with and my you know my boy's like all right and he goes are you sure it's going to work and i'm like yeah man let's let's make sure if it actually works that's going to be pretty cool to see you know because my son if not i have a working one yeah so it'd be really cool i mean of course uncle brian always has I can't tell you how many mindless hours I just played uh, Mario 64 after beating it and just redid some of the funny missions that I thought. I used to love to go into the ice world that had, it was like an island that, that had a never ending drop mm-hmm. and you could pick up one of the penguins and drop them over the side. And I saw a meme one time that said, uh, it, at the top of it, it said, you've done this. And oh, it was totally. that picture of him about to drop the penguin off the edge of the earth. <laughs> Never. I mean, I played Mario 64, but not as much as you guys because I, I, I was well, too poor to have 64. I, um, <laughs> I asked for, I think I asked for a PlayStation. I got it. Or it was, I think it was PlayStation 2. I got it, and I think I had, like, Power Rapper, the Rapper or something. It wasn't that great. Oh, Power the Rapper. Geek, yeah. punch, it's all in the mind. If you want to teach me, i show you fine. I'll do, yeah. So, I... That was my shit. That's, that's hilarious. That was, yeah, it's PlayStation yeah, right. 1, because that was... That was PlayStation on, 1. I don't yeah. remember that one. My, <laughs> so, my brother... Uh, that year, my brother got the PlayStation 1, and I got the... Well, it wasn't even PlayStation 1. It was just PlayStation. PlayStation, because... Yeah. Because PlayStation 1 was the reboot of the PlayStation after they had PS2. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, he got the PlayStation. I got the N sixty four, and that was our our big gift for that year because we always got one big gift, yeah. and then a bunch of small little gifts. Well, I traded mine f- to a kid in school for the N sixty four because he wanted the PlayStation. I wanted the N sixty four. I got the raw deal because I don't know if you guys remember, but the CD based games were like fifteen twenty dollars cheaper than the cartridge based. So we did an even up trade for the system. And we traded whatever games he had and whatever games I had. Right. Well, he had more CD games because they were cheaper. Um, or I had more CD games because they were cheaper than him. But the games he gave me were like 70 and $80. They were expensive back then. Yeah, I yeah that's right. They were pretty expensive. I don't, I don't remember how the CD games, how much the CD yep. games were. I remember, I just I remember, remember what going games in. they were too. He gave me uh, Mario Kart. Uh, Super Mario 64, uh, GoldenEye, and uh, I think Cruising USA. Oh, Cruising USA. Cruising USA, USA yeah. was the only one I didn't have. Yep. I didn't have, I, like I said, I didn't have 64. Oh, and Mortal Kombat, the original Mortal Kombat. Which wow. was awesome. They they had that for... For, uh, the, the first Mortal Kombat was for uh, N64. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I thought Mortal Kombat was wasn't that Sega? Yeah, it was. It was now I have it. I have it today, for my N sixty four. Oh, there must have been a yeah. That must have been a, like a crossover, crossover. thing. Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, I wasn't because Acclaim made the game. Oh, so okay. It wasn't it wasn't just like the system who made it. Acclaim was the people who made the game. Do you remember? Remember the commercials? They would sit there and it would be like, God. Oh, Mortal Kombat for N64, PlayStation, and Gen- well, Genesis. And you would have, like, for all all the different who versions. Bought, who bought the Sega games? Was, was that um, after Sega folded? Everyone. Everyone but Nintendo. So, like, uh, Xbox did some Sega games. Um, uh, who who specifically games? took over the Sonic? Uh, no one. No one took over Sonic? Um, no, because it was on Xbox, and it was on, um, I think it was on PlayStation and Xbox. Oh, okay. Sega, so Sega, they both picked them up? Sega, there was the Dreamcast, 
Xbox, original Xbox, and right. I think it was the PS2 were all out at the same time. When Sega folded, it was the um, Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. And that's when PlayStation and Xbox both had Sega games. Oh, did, didn't Sega have, have a CD-based Sega that didn't really take off? That was Sega CD. That was still the same time as Xbox, uh, the original Xbox. and. Uh, really? Yeah. See, I always thought Sega CD was right after... The original, the original Xbox came out in 2000. Right. Because I remember Sega, because I remember there were, no, because are and you sure? Because I think Sega CD was. Sega CD was like 98, 99. 98, 99. Yeah. It was I, before. I, I know it was before Xbox, but mm -hmm. I think PlayStation was about the same time because that was, that was when the CDs really started picking up. Original PlayStation was out when original Xbox was out. Or no. Oh, so it was 2000? No, no. Original Xbox. I thought... Original Xbox came out when um, when the PlayStation 2 came out. Sony, right. Sony was ahead of them. Right. But the, but uh, the PlayStation was like, what, 96, 97? 95, I think. 96, 97. He can look it up. But I'm well, no, because it looks like it. Are you sure? Because it says here, Sega CD. I mean, I'm looking this. Of course, this is on Wikipedia. So I'm, who the I'm almost knows? positive. I was in grade school when Sega yeah. CD came out. I, I'm so. almost yeah, positive it said Sega that CD Sega, was Sega CD was first. 91, 92. It said, it said well, the Japan release was Japan 90. Japan release. 91. But here was like 94, 95. It but it said, well, it said the lifespan of Sega CD was 91, 96. Okay. Oh, so... So in the U.S. it was ninety one. No, it wasn't ninety one in the U.S. No, but I do remember because my buddy, because my buddy, because it was like third grade. It was like ninety three when it came out because my buddy got it. My buddy Paul yeah, had it. Yeah, so, so Sega CD was like the very first one, but there was like a lot of there was a thirty two X. There was a lot of yes. issues with it. There was a Sega Saturn. I remember Sega Saturn. Oh holy shit! I forgot about Sega yeah. Saturn. Yeah, my buddy Paul. What was Sega Saturn? Was that CDs? CD also, yeah. Oh. the last one was the last Sega system was the Sega Dreamcast. That's right. And that was the late 90s. Yeah, and, and that was Early in... Um, it was. Because when Blockbuster went out of business, I bought five of them because they were selling them for 30 bucks each. And that, that was, uh, that was competition a, with GameCube. At yeah, that time, but, I think, but, right? but Sega uh, Dreamcast, man, that was a really weird like control setup. Remember, yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't like it. GameCube had the real small CDs. Yes. yes. The micro CDs. The, the, the half CDs. Yeah. Oh, dude, I had... I had... Um, I got actually... Got GameCube for Christmas one year. GameCube was the most, I think, the most underrated because it was really powerful for the time. But the problem is the games weren't great. No. Yeah, I, I remember. And they being, were going up against PS2. Yeah. And PS2 is probably one of the greatest PlayStations ever. At, at the time, yeah, yeah, I was, I was going to say that at the time PS2 was out. But I, I remember my nephew getting a, a GameCube. And it was it was easy to carry around because it was a smaller, Quite smaller a game console. Yeah. yeah, it was literally a cube, and, and it had it had the half CDs. It had a handle and, on the top of it so you can carry it around. They they had like they had some pretty cool games. Tony Hawk. Remember right? Tony Hawk. Uh, the Donkey Kong uh, was probably the best that came with the uh, the what are they called the, bongos? The, yeah, you played the game with the bongos. That was pretty awesome. Mine was Tony Hawk, and I remember. That, that I found that a cheat code. Definitely for, underrated. Yeah, I, I gotta agree. I found with you I there. found a cheat code for Tony Hawk, and this is when you had to go on AOL, and somebody posted this cheat code. It was like the infinite 
uh, tricks without falling. But if like you had to make sure you didn't hit anything, man, I remember. Is that for GameCube? Yes, it was. So so then PlayStation bought it then. Yes. Well, because that was remember because then when they would have GameCube, they would always go, "Oh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skateboard." For GameCube, PlayStation, and oh, that's yeah, right. It was a third, it was a third party yeah. title. Yeah, yeah. It, it had it was on mobile. But I, I, I always remember playing that man, and I remember what was the system that came after GameCube? Uh, uh, I don't remember. The Wii. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. It came, out, it came out in two thousand six. And you know what's funny? Christmas of six. That's right. Do you know what my wife? I was working in Circuit City. Not to cut you off, but I was working in Circuit City when that first came out. Dude, that Black Friday, oh my god, I got trampled. We yeah. opened the door and I was like, holy shit. Fun fact, you'll probably like this. The Wii was my wife's very first game system. Well, that's sad. She never had any game systems and she bought, and we actually still have it. It's right there. I mean, I'm pointing to it right now. That is the original Wii that we have, the black one. She yeah, bought I that, see. That she black bought, one's not the original, though. Well, no, it's a white one, but, white I'm saying, one, yeah. but I'm saying for her, that's our original one because she bought that. For us, and then her parents came over and saw that we we were playing bowling or whatever, and her parents bought a Wii, and they played it like three or four times, and then after that, they stopped playing. Bo he bought a Wii, and he would bring the Wii down when we would go um when we go camping, and we would always it was the the Memorial or it was either the Memorial Day or the Labor Day golf tournament. He bought Tiger Woods golf, which I still have, and we would have a golf tournament. And we would always, he would always be um, Roger Frederick or, or somebody like that because he's like, oh, Frederick. Sergio, see, I like Sergio Garcia. But I, I was always uh, Bubba Watson just because of the name Bubba. So <laughs> we, we would play that game and that, you know, that's what I, I like the Wii. I saw a statistic that said that the uh, average child's weight was was going up for years. And then when it when it hit the, uh, the, the Wii hit, that was the only time the weight went, Damn. took a dip. And it only it only lasted for like two years. Yeah. And then and then uh, started you know going back. How many TVs up. were broken because of a Wii? Yeah, because because kids wouldn't put the, the controllers yeah, on. They didn't have their their wrist thing on it. I I I had a projection TV at the time. Like the, that was the only way you got a big screen TV is if you had the projection. Oh, like right. the one that I had. Yeah, and I have, I had a plexiglass front on it. My girlfriend at the time, her dad was a TV repairman. And I think he, he he fixed it and sold it to me for like a hundred bucks, and we took it to my apartment that we moved into in the Chamonix, and I we had our Wii and we did the Wii bowling, and we all got drunk one night and I don't remember who it was, but someone took my Wii Mote and put it right through the plastic the, the plexiglass TV part. I was like son of a bitch. So then like the next day, <laughs> good, good good lord. The next day my buddy Tommy he had this uh, full auto. Airsoft uh, AR-15, and I'm like, screw it, let's just shoot the the glass or the plexiglass that's already broke, thinking oh, it's not going to do any damage. It's only airsoft. Well, they do we a lot of damage. Dude, we shot it, and after we went got closer, there was little cracks everywhere. A little BB hit. I'm like, damn. So we went to Lowe's, had them cut out a new piece of plexiglass, put it in, and it was as good as new. That's all you really need. I mean, yeah. it's just plexiglass. Good old old TVs, so easy to fix. Oh yeah, man, back back then. But yeah, that was, that that was the fun stuff. But the Wii, you know, then we got the Switch, and I didn't realize how awesome the Switch was. I actually, um, I won my Switch at a uh, a raffle at a boys and girls club. I was working there, 
And they're like, hey, do you want to get in the raffle? We're about to draw it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I usually don't do that. She's like, well, the donation goes towards, like, getting new pool tables and stuff for the kids and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, it's for the kids. All right, you, you got me. Uh, so I put in 20 bucks. I think that gave me, like, an arm length of tickets. And I'm like, are you going to draw it? Because I really don't want to wait around. I'm done at 3.30. And she's like, yeah, we'll do it right now. So I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. The first ticket called is for um is for the, the the switch and my number gets called the second number was for like 150 bucks or something and i'm like i tried to trade the switch for the person who won the 150 bucks and they would not switch with me i'm like dude it's 300 bucks if you go to the store because it came with a game and some other stuff. He, he could have very well sold yeah. it for $200. I'm like, dude, just give me the $150. He did it. So I'm like, that was a sign that I'm supposed to have this. I was going to give it away as a present. I'm like, nah, I'll just keep it for myself. Screw it. Dude, it's pretty. Dude, it's, it's awesome. I'm glad I kept it. Yeah. yeah. You know? I spent there, a lot of money on games, though. Yeah, you did. There was a Nintendo. I forgot. It was a handheld one. Game Boy? No, not the, ga- not the Game Boy. DS, DS Light? something. DS Light? Uh, I think it was DS. Uh, I, I all I know is I was overseas and um, I did, like it, I was at a point in the deployment where where it was just boring. Yeah. And and I was like, fuck it, I gotta find something I can play like handheld. Yeah. And somebody was D, uh, yeah, it was a DS. Uh, somebody was selling a DS for like fifty bucks, and I bought it off them to play. And then when I got home, I gave it to my nephews because they wanted awesome. one. I have, I actually, I, I bought a bunch of like uh, retro stuff. So I got a regular DS and then I have the, I forget what the actual name of it is, but it's like the DX XL. So it's like okay. double the screen size. Oh, uh, that's pretty cool. So they just sit in my drawer and collect yeah. dust. It took a while for me to get used to using that little pad yeah. versus the whole, uh, like just the whole button pad but yeah. they had like the little drawing pad or whatever i honestly think the switch is the best system nintendo has ever made oh yeah it's great have you played it no i haven't oh, dude. Played it. i mean 64 was insane because it was the first time they used all kinds of crazy polygons to do like 3d rendering yeah and it was amazing but i played gold golden eye like insane amount but the thing is nintendo's never going to beat sony or microsoft when it comes to graphics, graphics and pure power, they're just not. That's not what they're about. The Switch is genius because not only do you get a handheld, you get a system you can play on your TV. Yeah, like I mean, so. That's awesome. We we Tanya does this thing called uh, JBF, just between friends. It's a consignment thing, and the one the one sale that we did, we took we took the Switch with us when Tanya was, you know, putting all this stuff away for the sale. The system itself is a little screen. Dude, we sat on my dashboard. Me and my boy were playing Mario Kart in my truck. Just the two of us being able to play. And then when we were driving home, he put the controllers back on. He put his own little game, and it's now his own little handheld. Speaking of this, do you guys remember... It was probably like around... It was. I know it was around when um, Fast and the Furious came out. So it was probably like... 03, 04, where they came out with the real small PS2 
and people were putting them in their cars with yes. screens. Yes. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. Those were the days, yeah. man. I remember actually the a, a friend of the family. Well, my godparents' daughter's husband. He had, and I will never forget it. It was a white, I if I'm not mistaken, a white Ford Focus with like red trim. Red like trim. red red tint windows and everything else. I'm going to call it trim, dude. I, you know I'm not a car person, so shut your mouth. That's not why I'm laughing. You said trim. Yeah, I said trim. <laughs> and I think he had the PlayStation in there. It was the only one that was wasn't like that color. Man, it was funny because he was like, "Oh yeah, that's when I was like, oh, I gotta get the PlayStation. You know, I gotta get the TVs in the back seats, and you had it right there, and you could just play it." I was like, "I'm pretty sure NT Plunger." uh had one with his uh he he had a i think it was a mitsubishi gallant and he had um lambo doors <laughs> had lambo doors and i i'm pretty the su- sure the suicide swing up yeah doors? i'm pretty sure he had he had a a, a playstation 2 inside the car with a tv they they made um they made for deployment I don't know if it was specifically for deployment, but they they made a uh, it was like a suitcase, and it had a PlayStation console in it. I, I guess maybe it was a PS3. I don't. I don't. I don't ever remember a PS3 coming out. It seemed to me like it went I two. Either it was two to four, so maybe it was just a PS2. Uh, but it it's like this bulletproof case. That, it looks like the nuclear football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. And and it's it's a friggin' briefcase. You open it up, you have your console, and there's a little screen, and you can play as you know, as if you're playing like on a little TV. This this was the PS3. There was I do remember that. That was when Spider Man first came out. Which, had, like, which Spider Man? The original Spider Man edition uh was oh. PS3. Oh, was it? Yeah, when the first and it stands the first sideways that way, like the PS Five. Yeah. yeah. And then the four was this one. I managed to get my daughter a PS Five. Please don't ask me how much I paid for it. Oh, you had to pay over five hundred. Yeah. Five fifty. Yeah. Yeah, I paid a lot. I'm good. My whole thing is, I'd love to get. Well, I I bought it off eBay. Oh jeez. Uh, I paid I, I paid a little more than retail. I'd love to get the X the new Xbox. Uh, the problem is, there's no sense in doing that without getting a new TV, and I can't afford both right now. Yeah. Well, you, really, you, 4K. you really need a 4K yeah. TV, otherwise otherwise it's no better than your my Xbox One. Yeah, so I it, the whole the whole reason I was willing to... Oh, yeah. Oh, oh cool, yeah, I'm out of beer. <laughs> All right, hey, thanks, man, I appreciate it. All right, so uh, anyway, so... The PS4 came out in 2013, right? My my daughter right now is 10. And you figure PS4 came out in 2013. That's seven years before the 5 came out. Uh, this is the one time. Because cause, uh, I, got, I got new consoles growing up, but I usually kind of got like a hand-me-down. You know, they, usually the my, my brother would get it and then... I ended up buying my own PS2. I didn't get a I didn't get a brand new PS2. My brother did. I bought mine because I had a job at the time. Mm-hmm. So this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity for me, at least with my oldest daughter, to buy her a brand new uh, system for Christmas. And it, at least this is one where, like, there might be bugs in it, but 
it's online, so the system up will update and fix the bugs. Yeah, and by the time they come out with a new one, she'll be in her twenties. And she'll, she'll, yeah, exactly. She'll yeah. be in her twenties. So, so that's why I was willing to go the extra mile to to pay a little bit of extra money. I can't believe you found one. That it cost me. Hard to find. It was on eBay, and and I was I was like on top of this fucking auction countdown, <laughs> and then and so they when you hit bid. It comes up three bids, and the bid is in increments of twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. So I took the top seventy five dollar bid because I knew that uh, th- there's probably two other people that are hitting the twenty five dollar and the fifty dollar bid. Yeah. So with that final countdown, I mean, it hit zero, and my my uh, my little counter was still spinning, and then it it went. You won the bid. And I was ecstatic. I was like absolutely ecstatic that I won the bid. I've been screaming. And, and uh, my wife was like, "You're fucking crazy." <laughs> Why was it? Uh... It was a little more than retail. I'm not gonna, gonna go into how much more than retail. But it was more than retail. Four, four, four digits. No, it's it's five fifty or higher. Probably six hundred. <laughs> Seven hundred. I paid a little more. Eight hundred. Uh. That's crazy. <laughs> the retail is five hundred. The retail is five hundred, and and uh, so, so almost paid double. <laughs> come on now, come on. you saying Jesus Christ about it? Uh, uh, a game system like that, you look, you, you see, you see something out there like a gunner related. You're like, Whoa. yeah, but they're worth that. So like, oh, dude, surplus city. Yeah. No, I was I was on, I, I I was on an auction, but like I said, it it was worth it to me. Because this is like the once in a lifetime thing, I I know that I could have waited till after Christmas, but this is the big Christmas yeah. gift. Surplus City has a um, basically it's like an AR platform, but a twelve gauge shotgun. Right. And the only reason why it was only five hundred fifty bucks. The only reason why I didn't get it is because the magazines it comes with is either a five round. It comes with a five round mag and a two round mag, and I'm like, it's not worth it. A five yeah. round mag's nothing. Now, yeah, you want be, at least a thirty round mag for at least AR. fifteen for twelve gauge. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, twelve gauge. Twelve okay. gauge. Yeah. I I thought you said it was a uh, AR. It's AR style twelve gauge. Oh, AR yeah. style twelve gauge. All right. Yep. So yeah, so you want at least a ten. Yeah, at least ten, maybe fifteen, but not five and two. And I'm like, yeah, but five fifty is a good price. The problem is it's such a new firearm. That there's no mags for it. You can't buy any extra. But the two, you would get three rounds in it, right? One in the chamber. Yeah. And five would be six, but yeah. But man, I, you know, it, it, I love guns. I'm looking forward to this uh, to this Christmas. We actually just got a Christmas tree. Speaking of guns, Taylor at the National Concealed Carry Association. That's your shout out. There you go. Go to the website for your Second Amendment needs. Yeah. Now we, uh, you know, with this whole with this whole. Uh, this whole pandemic that's happened, you know, it's been happening. Um, this year, man, I mean, we get a real Christmas tree. And this year, man, I spent $90 on my Christmas tree. So you're an idiot because you know that I live up the mountains and there's like maybe 25 Christmas tree farms around me. I know that. And like five wineries. But we do. I remember but we the have trees a, being like 15 bucks. But we see, we have a tradition now. 25 though. by us. And you get to pick it out, but yeah. depending on size, like you yeah. can't get like a ten foot one. Yeah, but you we have a normal, tradition. Like, that size, yeah. We have a but tradition. The, we always, we always go to the dining car. Ago, man. We would go to the dining car, 
eat at the dining car, and then we would go to to Walt's. Well, make a new tradition. Come up to Lehigh and come to the wineries and talk to Boss Lady. Yeah. We but that's what we Shit, always we got to edit that out. I just gave away where I live. <laughs> what did you say? Lehigh by the wineries? Oh, yeah. I said Lehigh by the wineries. Yep. That's there you exactly go. What I yeah, said. yeah. Yeah. We've, we've been enjoying all of our... No, we... <laughs> Well, guys, I think uh, it's about time to end this. We're we're about an hour and forty five minutes in. Well, see, because we haven't we haven't done this in quite some time, so it I seems know, like I know. and and it's, it's past my bedtime. And, dude, your bedtime was like three hours ago. It this was. is supposed to be a whole Christmas episode and turn turn more and us talk about game consoles, game consoles, hey, and what we like. We talk about what we like. If you guys like it, great. If not. Then, it's oh okay. Well, we still like it. Yeah, no, it's all good because, like you know, like I said, if you, if you, there's ever any suggestions, you know, you could hit us up at uh, endless gray one, capital E capital G one on Twitter, uh, or endless underscore gray underscore podcast on uh, Instagram. Let us know what you think. If you want to hear some shows, it will be great. Um, I did wanted to say that I was looking into um, boxes of snacks because there's one there's this. Um, couple that uh, were the friends actually that are on uh youtube uh joel and leia so i've been trying to reach out to them they're from from the uk and they do a lot of shows of british people and american people so it'd be example british words that americans don't understand or american words that british people don't understand so i wanted them to let us know what is a good british snack food and i was going to try to get british snack foods and actually try it on air yeah, get haggis. Yeah. Mm. So things of that nature is why I would like for everybody to uh, hit us up. Just let us know what you think and, you know, give us give us nice little suggestions because I know we definitely go off on tangents a lot of time. But uh, it's been phenomenal. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that we were able to get this podcast out, just been able to sit down here and get to talk to my brothers and go out and do what we do. But as we always like to end our show, because Vince didn't do it last time because he you know, wasn't with us. But, you know, as we say, when we meet upon the level, we part upon the square. Take care, everybody. Peace out. Merry Christmas.